And we're back with another episode of the MDM Podcast, late night edition. Trevor is back from New Orleans. How you doing, man? I'm good. And contrary to belief, I'm actually doing it from my house, not from an airport. He's not in Newark Airport, or well, not Newark. What's the New Orleans Airport well, even called? Uh, Louis Armstrong. I actually took these three airports. You call Louis Armstrong, <laughs> Houston, and uh, Newark. Newark. Because, of course, you had to go back to Houston because of weather in Newark, right? I mean, that. I would yes. air travel makes makes zero sense, man. But how was the trip? What were some of, what were some of the highlights of it? Um, it was it was great. A Burbage trip is definitely a highlight. Uh, Started there, you know. Okay. And, you, know, you know, Vegas, you know, it's a different party atmosphere in Vegas, of course. But nothing uh-huh. is like Bourbon Street, definitely not. So the so the nights on Bourbon Street were awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, a little wild, a little wild, a little wild. Okay. Um, Let's just say, you know, some stuff that you see, you know, you can never, you can never be unseen again. Ah, okay, all right. So, so, you, so you had yourself a good time. Yeah, you know, I, I saw the you know, elegance and saints, you know, basically right. right across the street from each other, right, right next to each other. Right. Um, basically. You uh, didn't get to go in, though, right? No, you couldn't get to go in. World War II Museum, that was a phenomenal museum. Yeah, okay. So, so you know, there's some of the highlights, right? The food was great. Good. So, good. So, good. Yeah, it was, it was an enjoyable experience. Awesome, man. Now you're back here. I don't know how much you were able to keep tabs on the Yankees and the Mets down in New Orleans. I mean, first of all, I, I'll ask you one more question about New Orleans. What is the local sports market? Like, what what games do you get on, on cable? Uh, we, the Rangers and the Astros. So you were able to get the Astros games? Yeah. You didn't have yeah, to use yeah. MLB TV? Uh, I did not. Well, on a hotel room, you know, hotel TV is a little bit restricted. Right, right, right. So, you know. I, I, I just knew, I just knew that they got the station because it was a local blackout. Right. So okay. So you couldn't so, watch the games unless it was on Fox because the sure. was, but, Well, luckily, luckily they were couple on the MLB network. And MLB I don't know. What, did you have? Did you have TBS in the hotel room? Uh, actually, for the Sunday game, I was actually back here, so it didn't matter. Oh, that's true. And then, but you had Fox on at uh, and the Friday game was on MLB Network, which they had. Yeah, and then the, for the Mariners series, I know one game was on ESPN. So. Right. So you you had a you had a pretty easy way of catching up with the Yankees then. Yeah, it missed a little point Okay, well yeah, I'll I'll try and fill you in as they go. But Trevor, glad to have you back. We got a full slate of shows today. We got a we got another one later in the week. But Trevor, while you are gone, and you were probably home actually Sunday, so it doesn't even matter. Trevor, what do both New York teams have in common? Well, on uh, Sunday, I knew the Yankees blew a lead and they couldn't uh-huh. finish the series. Yep. Yep. So. The New York Mets also had, had also blew himself a five run lead. Yeah, not not in the ninth inning and, and not as dramatic as the Yankees per se, but still nonetheless they blew it to a much worse Pirates team. They blew a five run lead throughout the whole game. But we'll start with the Yankee weekend. And the bottom line is it's a two or three from Houston. So you you look up and you know Houston's the top of the American League. You're able to take two or three out of them and completely shut them down offensively for 26 innings. And I'm re- and we of course we keep out the 27th inning on Sunday, which is the ninth of the ninth inning of that Sunday game, and that was a mess. But nonetheless, you take two or three from Houston, like I said, top of the American League, and none of they they have trouble completing sweeps. It's been a whole it's been a thing all year, but. The offense is really starting to come around, man. Up and down the lineup, we're getting contributions from Judge, from Stanton, Sanchez, Voigt, LeMahieu. Up and down the lineup, everyone is starting to contribute, playing big games, and finally the offense that we thought we'd see in the beginning of the year, we're seeing right now. Well, I understand it's you know, a little tough to you know, talk about 
you know, what happened on Sunday. I know it's hard to, you know, not talk about that. Right. But the Yankees still did win the series, and they still win the Mariners series. Right. So the final two series of the heading into Los Angeles, like, you know, the way they lost Sunday, I understand it, but they still did win. You know, you know they still did go. Right? They played six games. Right. They still went, you know, four, four and two. Four and two, sorry. Which is exactly what the doctor ordered. They needed to go yeah. to the West Coast, win both of these series, go into the All-Star break. They gained the game in the American League East, and I believe they're four and a half, yeah, four, uh, four and a half back of a wildcard spot. So, again, it's hard to ignore Sunday because they that was such a winnable game. They could have had a sweep, but if not for the bullpen meltdown in the ninth. And, of course, it was terrible. So again, it's hard to it's hard to skip over it. But you have oh, to look course, at Of course, I'll do it. It's a home run. Yeah, of course. The, he is now – I tweeted this out when this happened. He is now on the list of all-time Yankee killers. And I, this is more wow. recent. Ortiz. Edgar Martinez, guys like that who were lifetime Yankee killers. I'm adding out two of them to that list right now. You know, he was my second most hated Astro heading into the weekend. Correa was number one. You don't like Correa? It might be switched, might be switched now. You, you, you listen, Altuve and Correa, Bregman, they're not likable people at, from, a, from a Yankee fan pr- perspective. Not only was it the cheating, no. they just don't come across as likable players after playing them for so long. I, of course, not, I, I love Michael Brantley. I can't, I can't give that one up. Oh, well, yeah. Well, you know what, there's just, just to piss off some people, since I knew it was going to Houston Airport on Saturday, I did want my Yankee gear. Really? Did you get anything thrown at you or yelled at you? I, I did get something yelled at. Where's your, oh. Somebody did yell at, oh, we never cheated, and I was like, what? Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just a blatant lie. That is just a blatant lie, but you know. That's living in denial right there. That is, that is. Uh, it, it was definitely yelled at. You know, so I think somebody else did have Yankee shots or something. That guy might not. It's definitely not that some Yankee fan. Right, I'm sure. It could have been uh, you, though. But anyway, um, <laughs> it could have really been. I, I know the truth, so. Right. But also this weekend in Houston, it was the Garrett Cole show on Saturday, at least. And to me, this is the game that Garrett Cole, it'll go down as the game Garrett Cole earned his pinstripes, per se. We like this. It's a cliche thing we say with the players, and to me, this is when Garrett Cole got his. Because after last week in the seven-inning doubleheader, what he did with the Mets, it was embarrassing. That is our three hundred million dollar ace to fall at the at the at the hands of the New York Mets. It was embarrassing. But nine strong innings, and the moment where he earned those pinstripes was telling our manager to get back to the dugout, and that was his effing mount. That was the defining moment in Garrett Cole's career, and hopefully it takes off from here. Hopefully he goes back to being the elite pitcher that they signed him to be after a few rough games. Let's, let's call it like it is. They were rough games from. This needs to be well, a turning point in the season. I definitely think that he definitely quite the quitting season, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and the, I'm not hearing anything about the stinky stuff that's not come up in the past couple of days. That has not come up because of Saturday, absolutely. And his ERA is still 2.68 despite all this, which is yep. a pretty good ERA. Yep. So. That, that um, listen, that is elite level pitching. That ERA, that that, that the only elite pitchers have those ERAs. Yes, the best and, of the best. You know, you take a look. First of, Bowman is a fool for cutting out after eight and two thirds innings. Right. I have to stop him right there. Well, I'm, I'm, what didn't make sense to me was I'm gonna pull it up just so I can you know I'm gonna be one hundred percent sure with this. So in the ninth inning, give me a second as I uh, as I pull up the place. I just want to make sure I get I get this right. So. He let he lets Cole come out for the ninth, gives up the single to Altuve, lets him face Brantley the lefty, 
and then comes out for a mound visit after Guriel. He came out, he was going to bring in a lefty to face Gordon Alvarez, but after the Altuve single, with two of the next three batters being lefties, I thought he was going to Lutke or Chapman there. With two lefties coming up in the next three batters, I thought, well, after the single, I thought he was going to lefty. I thought the way Cole was pitching, you know, he's your ace. You place in the Astros. You, you, he's done great for eight innings. I think you should have left him out there for the ninth. And which they did. But I think that was the right decision. Wouldn't you agree? Right. No, I, I'm defending the decision. I love it. I think it was the right decision. The timing of the mound visit was, was awkward to me. Because, again, oh, he had it, lefties coming up, and he chose to, to face Brantley and then Gurriel and then go try and take him out. And he wanted to pull him out of the eight returns. I don't understand that. No, I don't either. It, be, I, it was the lefty stuff. It was because Jordan Alvarez was coming up, and he's a lefty. He wanted to go to a lefty in his bullpen for the for the matchup. We're going back to Bob Gibson days when he used to tell you, don't take me out. <laughs> right. Bob Gibson owned that mound, man. Like, we like we don't, we can't even imagine he owned he that He told mound. you when he was done. Oh, he yes. Yeah, absolutely. Ask so, any old-timer. Um, he owned that mound. Yeah, and, and, and speaking of which, you know, you take a look at the uh, Houston. You know, Lanky, you know, gets the unfortunate loss. But, you know, he, I don't know, he only went four innings, but he had a solid four innings. Yeah, no, he was able to, listen, the, what's special about Granky, and I guess he's been able to perfect it as his career has gone on, his fastball tops out about 92 and 93, and that curveball is in the high 60s. You're talking about a 25-mile-an-hour-plus speed difference in his pitches. That's got to be confusing. And then the bullpen for Houston, too, is exceptional, too, that game right. as well. Javier, three so, innings in relief. He was awesome. Absolutely yep, awesome. had a good inning. Presley had a, uh, had a good, uh, as well, you know, old-fashioned and Joy with the big home run. Yes. Well, at the, at the time, it wasn't a big home run. Right. Turned out to be one. And, you know, one nothing, and then the, uh, the first game, they won, it was four nothing, right? Yes. And then, um, that was the Tyone game. Wait, no, yeah, was, that, was, uh, that was uh that was uh that wasn't Tyone. That was Montgomery. Cortez. 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 Sorry, that was Cortez. Mo- Tyone I was think Flamengo had a two-one double. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it was definitely an impressive weekend to say the least. Oh, absolutely. And you, you go in, you go into a you know a team in a wildwing first place game. Mm-hmm. You take them two out of three. Right. You're almost kind of two outs away from a sweep. Yeah. You can't do that, but. I'd say, you know, the Yankees need, I told you just uh, the start of the week, I said, you know, if they take the last two series, two out of three in both, I would be happy. Right. Four and two, you know, and they did that. Right. So. And I think most Yankee fans agree with you. Sunday sucked. Every aspect of it sucked. But I do think that most Yankee fans agree with you that taking four of six was was the one of the best outcomes there could be. And on Sunday, well, go, go ahead. Well, look, well, luckily they took the first two, so they had a, a cushion for Right. Them. Sunday was a little not laid back. Listen. At this point of the year, where with where they are, every game is a must—not not a must to win, but they're you know they're playing hard. You can't lob lineups out there and and you know take rest days. But you you felt good getting the two series in the West Coast going into Sunday. You did, and they are what forty six, forty three, and also win. Yeah. So not ideal. No, they are the yeah, over five hundred after you know they were in danger of going below five hundred. Right, but. If if I mean if you had to give him a grade, I'd give him a D. This has not been a, a C minus. C minus. No, this is not. Ha- this has not been a good first half. You cannot no, find the Yankees actually give him a, a, a good first mm-hmm. half. If, I agree. So if you take a look, you get a couple of days off. You know, everybody starts clean. Right. Second half, fresh, refresh start. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight games. So they're eight games out. Mm-hmm. 
store. And technically, to avoid customados, I guess it had them. Yes. And time break rule. So the eight, so the forty, I found a wild card. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the first of all, they got they played Boston like eight times. They got so they got Boston eight times eight times in thirteen days. If you tell me in those eight times that they go six and two, I would sign up. So let me sign right now. Absolutely, absolutely. And sandwiched in between them here at the schedule right here, sandwiched in between those two Boston series is uh, two games in Phil- with Philadelphia at home. And then after the two, and after the second Boston series, then we play Tampa. Right. So a, a a very very important stretch of baseball to me. This is make or break right here. This makes or break your season. You have to play except well. For the, except for the two Philly games. Well, win those two Philly games. Sure. They are a better team than the Phillies. Remember in, in Philadelphia this year how bad they were. Don't have that happen well. again. Now, Philly has been playing well. They've gotten back to 500. Yes, and, and they're also scoring a tre- tremendous amount of runs this, this month. They lead the league in, in runs per game this month, the Phillies. So yeah, it's not going to be an easy task, but... Well, the Phillies are playing for the Raiders, too. They're just three and a half back in the Mets now. Yep, yep. And we'll touch on the Mets in, in a few minutes. But the, the other thing we got to mention on the Yankees is, uh, is the state of the bullpen right now. Because, yeah, I mean, if I'm the Yankees, I don't trust Chapman. I don't think anyone really does. Green is, is the only guy left because of the wise goes on the COVID IL. I'm hoping they can f- figure this out sooner than later. Maybe they have him back on Thursday. I don't know what the exact situation is, but the sooner well, they get him back, the better. All I heard was from Boone is that he was feeling well. That's all I was told. Do we know if he had COVID or was it around someone? I don't know. Well, I can tell you what. Is if he did, it sounded like he had no symptoms. Right. That's what it sounds like. So if he did. The, the sooner they get him back, the better. It only leaves you with Green as the only one I trust in the bullpen. And if well, they, I, yeah. Well, on Sunday, I just think Green had a bad. Everybody has a bad game. Right, and he also came into a dumpster fire with with what Herman did to start the inning. Herman started that inning by giving up a few base hits. Don't forget that. Yes, and it's always tough to come into trouble. Right. Oh, absolutely. Herman comes in and he gives up two straight hits. By the time Chad Green got in. It already runs on second and third. I'm not saying that's not an excuse. Chadwick should have closed the game out, but yeah. but he did come into a a situation on fire already. Yeah. And and you're gonna call me crazy because of of all the bashing we do of this guy behind Chad Green right now. To me, it's Luis Sessa. You gotta look at his numbers. He is is doing beyond what me and you thought he would this year. And credit where credit's due, he has earned. High leverage situations. He he was awesome in that game against Seattle, where they had to use Nick Nelson in the uh in in the in the spot start. Yeah. To me, now, he's earned high leverage situations. Now, to be fair, most of the pitching he's done so far has been a low leverage situation, but this you know, but he has pitched well, so I think he does deserve a shot at high leverage. Mm-hmm. Well, with the circumstances right now, you know, he's been pitching. Now, the, the guy has really surprised me from Cortez. Cortez, and I think that he's uh, – Mike King's hurt right now. To me, Nestor yeah. Cortez has taken that fifth spot right now. With Kluber out, I think Cortez has the spot over King. And King, look at the splits. King is much better in the bullpen than he is in the rotation. Yeah. Uh, so you got guys who don't normally step up or step it up yep. right now. Yep. O'Day is hurt. That's unfortunate. Man, they need O'Day back. They need O'Day. They need Britton. Justin Wilson has been a disaster. They got to trade for a bullpen arm, man. Well, I, I think Britain's coming back this week. Is that correct? Yes, but is he ready to to jump into high leverage situations right now? I have no. I, I don't, I'll tell you. Well, if you come back off of injury, the wise of Britain, 
You should have your first start should not be in a high level situation. Right. Should well, be in a low level. I'm situation. saying right now there's there's really no one besides Green that you can you can trust. No, well, once Lewis is the next one. Once Lewis gets back, you can trust him. Right. And Chapman's got to figure it out. They got to be able to trust him again. I agree. I, I, I think they need to get him uh, just a, a low-level situation to get a confidence. Program. Right. He's only pitched one game, and that was in Seattle. And I, I th- yeah. he's going to be pitching tomorrow, I think, right? Well, uh, I mean, thanks for well, uh, one game against Scott. I know they had a huge lead, but he, he struggled in that, too. Dude, how the heck did he make the All-Star game? I guess it was the turn before his, this, this all this meltdown. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The biggest All-Star stuff I've seen, maybe not just like past year, maybe the last five years, is that how does the Wiseman not make it? Yeah, Wiseman should have been. I agree. I mean, you know, he's been over I mean, Chapman. Think, over Chapman, he should be in. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I might sound crazy to say this. I don't, I don't know if you disagree with you. I think he's been the best Yankee bullpen on the whole year. Uh, yeah, it's him or Green. Listen, it's pick him, the pack. You could, you could definitely make a case for both. One A, one B, in my opinion. They well, both. you know, I'm sure. I'm sure if you know, if you favor, if you like one player each way, I'm sure you favor them. I say the best. So if you like Green more, I'm sure you right. say Green's been the best this year. Well, listen, Green obviously has a strikeout stuff, but Loise was able to get ground balls. He's been compared to Zach Britton just from the right side. Well, I think he's better than Zach. I think he's better than Britton. Right he's now he is, obviously. Striker. Yeah, right now he is. Definitely. Now, let's say Chapman right now is not the closer. For however how long it is. In a definite period, let's just say. Okay. Who, who is your closer right now? Is it Green or Loise? Green. Or to use a combination of both. You, I, I have no problem going with both. I have no problem with that. I love that both of them are able to go multiple innings. That makes things yeah. so much easier. Look, I definitely think Lewis gets the closer to the future. I think there's no question about That's that. That's fair. That's but fair. My, my question, my question is, this is first season at high leverage. I'm not ready to go with them fully as a closer right now. If you understand what I'm trying to say. But it's good that he's getting opportunities right now. If, yes. if, if in the yes. event that he is the closer of the future, it's great he's getting opportunities. Yes, I just I just went to him in full time. It might I think I think it's, I think that's still a season too early. Right, right. But you know he's definitely closer to the future. There's yeah. no question about that. Absolutely, right. I completely agree with you, man. Anything else in the Yankees? Uh, that's 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 really it. The one thing I would say is, dude, Joe, remember Lewinsky came up as a starter? Yes. Remember that? Yeah. They thought he was going to be a starter, and they still think he can be. Well, yeah, that's why he's throwing multiple innings. But I mean, I love him in the I love him in the bullpen right now. And, and the velocity's quite 98, 99. Right. So. Awesome. And he's young, too. And he's young, too. How yeah. old is he? Like 20? 25, maybe? 20, yeah. 25. He's, and he's we didn't really hear much. And in, in the prospects, we didn't really hear much of him. No. We really didn't. I mean, no, when he came, I mean, he came up and made some noise, but he wasn't, any, he wasn't anything great. I mean, I, I know. And in my life, we heard a little about him. Right. You know. Yeah. Saying he could be potentially a, a, a little, a fifth starter, but they never thought he would be this good. Right. And they see the Yankees take a shortstop in the draft? Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about this guy. Me too. I mean, listen, I, I haven't watched a lick of college baseball, so I'll be the first to tell you. But I mean, left-handed I, I, shortstop I, with, with, that can hit? No, sign me up. Oh, I, I, I never watch college baseball anyway, but, you know. Um, I trust the know, scouts. Left-handed shortstop that can hit. Yeah. I, I read the articles, you know. I, you know. All I heard has been calling reports about the, yeah. about the guy. And uh, you know, I know the took a catcher. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, I don't really pay too much to the draft, just the Yankees mix. But no, I, I was and, looking for lighter, and I was looking for this Kumar kid that went yes. to the Mets. I was looking for where the Vanderbilt guy would go. He went to Texas, right? Yes, he's with the Rangers. 
So, you know. How did he not go number one? Is beyond me. I I, I, I thought to the well transition over to the Mets now because they they took Kumar Rocker at ten for years years. This guy was considered the number one pick, and from this is again this is what I've heard because I again I didn't watch a lick of Vanderbilt that he had a few bad starts to the to in in this year and fell down to number ten. That's just what I hear. It's, it could not. I, I someone could have told me it was, they could be lying to me, but that's. Why I heard he was he, he his his stock dropped. So the Mets could be getting a steal here for a guy who is con- highly considered the number one draft prospect for years. Is Vanderbilt like a late sub team because they got like two great pitchers? It looks like. Uh, Vanderbilt's always the the big baseball team. It's it's, it's oh, yeah, Kumar and Lighter. Those are the two guys. Because I know in football, I know in football, he's not opposite to like one of the worst. Yes, that's the message so. also about the NCAA is that they're. I mean, the only school that is good in everything is probably Florida. With the Gators, they're probably good in everything. Uh, basketball, yeah, they were okay in basketball this right. year. Yeah, they were a tournament they team. Were, yeah, they were, they were pretty good in football. Mm-hmm. Um, and baseball's I, very I, good. I test. guess they were. I guess they were. I, I, look, I don't know. I don't say anything about college baseball. Right. So I wouldn't. But I, you know, according to the reports, I guess they were good. But right. And um, Trevor, there were two uh, local products from our area that were taken in the draft last night. I heard about one of them. One of them's so, name is uh, Chase Petty. He went to Mainland Regional. And I told you about this kid. His name was Shane Panzini. I told you, I remember I went to go watch him play. He played against my school this year. He got taken yes. by the Royals in the fourth round today. Did you, did you face against him? I, 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 Trevor, I was watching from the sidelines as he pumped in 96. Oh. I, don't think I, I don't think I had the guts to withstand that batter's box. But, I mean, he, he was 96, really I don't think so. Right, and he played a tremendous left field, too. And... Uh. The issue, the one thing about him, and this is what the scouts were saying, is that he had a reclass. So he's 19 at a senior in high school. So teams were hesitant to draft him because, number one, he hadn't gone to college yet. He was 19. And they didn't know if he went to college, he, he'd have to be 22 to be drafted. So they, there was a little bit of baggage that came with taking him. I wonder why I, I, wonder why I had the reclass. Right. I don't know. Maybe he's not that smart. Anyways, uh, th- those were the two local products. But the Mets did take Kumar Rocker. And also on the Mets, uh, Pete Alonso did win the home run derby today. So uh, good for him. He's won two in a row now, I think, right? He won 2019? Yeah, and now we can expect a big cold streak now. You think? <laughs> hey, it messed with judges' swing. They Look did. how judges well, did second half. Well, sometimes it doesn't affect. Like, Stan, it doesn't seem to affect them. Right. You know, I think it depends. Like, I think Otani... I don't think it affects him at all. Oh man, how 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 disappointing was Otani tonight? Hey, hey, if, if the Yankees win a home run derby, I root for all of them to lose in the first round. Wait, what do you what do you mean? That you 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 root for the Yankees to lose in the first round? Yeah, because I don't want to see him go far in the home run derby. Truthfully, I like it better than the Yankees win the home run derby. Why? Because it, me- it messes him up. Yeah, I would have liked to see Judge in it. Well, I, I don't well, the same thing would happen. He's having a good year. You don't want to ruin it. I, I, dude, we're so hell bent on injuries. We're so scared. No, no, not hell bent on injuries. It's that you saw what happened in the second half of the season when the home run derby was no it, good. It's, it's glorified batting practice. If if it's if, I, if it bothers him that much, I mean, just quit baseball. I, I like. I don't mind him playing in the Ulster. That I don't mind. Really? No. Eh. You know, I, you know, as long as they, as long as they don't play the whole game, dude. Know? They've they've got to fix the All Star game. What do you mean you got to fix it? Well, the guys are dropping out left and right. Well, don't they all do that so everybody can play? 
No, you think it's, it's cool for guys like DeGrom and Cole to drop out of the All-Star game? They're the best pitchers in the league. Well, to be fair, DeGrom did pitch on Sunday. No, he didn't. I know he didn't. He pitched Saturday, right? No, he pitched Wednesday. Wednesday. Why is he pitching to come back on Friday? He's pitching Friday, yeah. Well, to be fair, you know, I would think your team comes first before an All-Star game. So, so is the All-Star game just going to be a bunch of bums for, for the rest of eternity? Hey, Cole's not playing either? No, oh, yeah, he's he there. He's just not playing. Well, you could, he could pitch an inning, I guess. I don't, I don't think he's on the roster. I don't think I don't know. I, I don't think he's oh, playing at all. Oh, I mean, there's so many pitches tomorrow. Shohei Otani and Max Scherzer. Those yeah. guys are, yeah, I wouldn't call them bums. Trevor, did you, uh, I, I'm, I was very upset about something in the All-Star game. Well, I, I'm just saying that, you know, Scherzer and, you know, Otani, those are pretty good replacements. Right, no, yeah, you, no, you're right. But Otani is pitching, and he's leading off. But in the batting crazy. order, he's listed as a designated hitter. How is he a DH and pitching? How does that make sense? Oh, it's the All-Star game. Can Come on, we can't bend the rules for the All-Star game. It's not even a real game. And they, but they, if he's going to pitch, they got to forfeit their DH. Oh, and now you're going to tell me that the National League team should have a DH either. Well, hey, I, I don't think there should be a DH at all. You know that. Oh, but but if you're telling me we're going to bend the rules because it's an All-Star game when, no, when, when DeGrom and Cole aren't playing, what is this game? It's a mess. We might as well put well, Little League teams on the field. Put the Celebrity All-Star game on, on the field tomorrow. That's what we're doing. I, I suggest you talk to Manfred and get those straight now. Yeah. I will. <laughs> Man, me and Manfred would get along so well. Because I'd have all these crazy ideas that, you know, I'd be hated for. Oh, my God. Like, no runner on second. That's a crazy that, idea. The, the runner on second is the, the worst. And also, the well, seven-inning doubleheaders... When when fans pay for nine innings and then they're are screwed over for seven, that's a joke. Here's what I would tell you: know, keep the makeup game at seven, but play the actual game supposed to play at nine. I, why can't we just play nine inning baseball games? Well, you know that's not gonna happen anymore. So you gotta compromise. Well, I'm not. No, I play real baseball. But I agree with you. It should be nine innings. You know, but, uh, why do you think it should be nine innings? Let me ask you a question: Why do you think it should be nine innings? Tradition. Tradition. Not, so what's with the extra inning rule then? Why do you like that? Because you gotta give it a flair. Well, you can't know. can't you, can't you consider oh, everything oh, tradition? Oh, 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 the games used to end in ties. What? I go way back in the day, like a hundred years ago. We're not ties. No, Trevor, I hate these rules. These rules stink. Anyway, anyway, Otani is cheating is tomorrow is what I'm saying, and no one's saying a word about it. He's cheating in the All-Star well, game tomorrow. Well, I'm going to give you the All-Star lineups tomorrow. All right. And I will tell you who, which, and I'll give you the rosters. All right. I will tell you what team would you pick to win. Okay. So, AL manager is Kevin Cash. Uh-huh. Here's the lineup. Otani DHing, who you proclaim is a cheater. He is a cheater. Thank you. Laddie at first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ball guards at short. Judge in right. Devers at third. Simeon at second. Perez at catcher. Hernandez in left and Mullins in center. Mm-hmm. For the National League, Tatis at short. I don't know why he's leading off, but uh, whatever. Max Muncy, DH. Nolan Arenado at third. Freeman at first. Castellanos in right. Winker in left. Romuto in catcher. Reynolds short, Frazier in second. It looks like Mike Trout, Buster Posey, and Acuna. Uh, I can understand if you're out due to injuries. I understand that. You know, that happens. 
Mm -hmm. Um, okay, here's the rest of the roster. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike Zanino, Jose Altuve. Uh, it looks like he chose not to play Altuve. Mm -hmm. All the uh, Astros did. So, so Whit Merrifield will replace him. Bo Bichette. Uh, Tim Anderson replaces Carlos Correa. Joey Wendell. Matt Olson. Jose Ramirez. Jared Walsh. Michael Brantley, he's out. Now Joey Gallo is based on Adolis Garcia, Jeannie Martinez, and also for the National League. Omar Narvaez replaces Molina. Uh, Ozzy Alpes, Chris Bryant, Brandon Clark, and Jay Cronenworth, Eduardo Escobar, Justin Turner, Manny Machado, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, and Kyle Schwarber are not playing. So it's Juan Soto and Chris Taylor. And the pitching, Shane Beaver, but he is inactive, right? Mm hmm. He's hurt. He's hurt. Uh, Garrett Cole. It does not say he is an actor, by the way. I, I don't. I don't believe he's pitching tomorrow. Well, just because you're just because you're not an actor doesn't mean you're going to be playing. Okay. Uh, Nathan Avaldi, Kyle Gibson, USL Kikuchi, Lance Lynn, Carlos Rendon, Chris Bassett, Matt Barnes, Walter Chapman, Lee Hendricks, Ryan Presley, uh, Ryan Presley's not playing, and Greg Soto. But nationally, Corbin Burns. Darvish, DeGrom, and Gosman are not playing, so Marquez, Rogers, Wheeler. Woodruff is not playing, so Bueller, Peralter, and Taiwan Walker are replacing. Those are not their replacements. Josh Hader, <laughs> Craig Campbell, Mark Balance, and Alex Reyes. Um, what would you take? National League or American League? I, I got the National League, but I'll be rooting for the American League. Well, this doesn't matter at home. We'll see who's home advantage anymore. It doesn't matter. The, the, the game means nothing. Well, I think it's great that all-star game to me. It's great. Sure, but... I'll watch every pitch tomorrow. I'm going to watch, yes. But I, 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 are you rooting for the American League? Uh, well, here's what I'm rooting for. I'll tell you what I'm rooting for. I root for players. And I okay. I'm rooting for judging at home run. I'm rooting for Tatis at home run. Okay. And I'm rooting for Larry at home run. Okay. I'm, rooting, I'm I, I am rooting for the American League. I I really don't I root for I want Jerk because he's a Yankee. Right. And you know I got all my two guys at home one too. Uh -huh. So you know. Right. Go. You know I I guess I root for the American League since I am an American League fan. You gotta root for your league. Of course you know. You know I will, I will not be you know standing up you know really rooting. Oh okay. You're not you're not gonna be like you're not cheering and standing. It's more about the players to me. Okay, that's fair. I'll be rooting for the America League, though. All right. But yeah, Trevor, we will be back on either Thursday or Friday of this week. But for now, I'm Joe Morales. That's Trevor Markowski. This has been the MDM Podcast.